Baking pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Takes a bacon and I'll put it in a pancake. Bacon pancakes, that's what it's gonna make. Bacon pancakes. Bacon pancakes, making bacon pancakes. This is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> and welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern. And we talk about guns for an hour. Uh, we run it live and we simulcast it at gunchannels.com. Gunchannels.com is a community that's five years old now. A bunch of people that have similar mindset, uh, interested in Second Amendment, uh, creating content at a grassroots level, people that enjoy watching content that's created by individuals instead of by agenda-based entities. And... Uh, People that don't choose to be programmed, but instead choose to be informed and entertained and part of conversation. So that's what we do here is we make this an effort in being uh, online conversation, the, the new media, so to speak. So we're watching the comments from the people over on gunchannels.com that are participating. I've got uh, uh, talking and typing here as I get a link over to Clover uh, so you can join in as well. But we've got people jumping in from all over the country. If you'd like to join, you can join us over at Gun Channels and ask for a link. Uh, but for now, we've got um, Ape jumping in from Minnesota. Thanks for joining. Hey, thanks for uh, sending me the link. Bet we've got Gary jumping in from Kansas. Thank you for the invite, sir. Bet. And then we've got Dano jumping in from Illinois. Glad to be here. Now that I said we are all over the country, I just realized you guys are all from the Midwest. And then I'm down here in Tucson. Got other people out there that have links, and I'm sending the links out right now. But uh, usually we have people in from the edges of the country too. But tonight it's going to be center biased. Well, mid, actually, mid -biased. if it wasn't for us, this would just be a big giant donut. It would be like the pizza. It would just be a bunch of crust and none of the good stuff in the middle. You're saying there'd be that hole in the middle, like a donut. We are the whole. Let's well, see, that's two different ways of looking at it. The donut analogy, you're saying you're nothing. You're just the empty spot. But with the pizza part, that's all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, what, what you said. <laughs> all right. So uh, tonight we're uh, talking about capitalism a little bit. And I'm not purchasing anything, but if anybody wants to chat about what they've been purchasing, I notice over on the Gun Channel side, people are chatting about some things they've already bought. Um and then uh, we'll talk, chat a bit about what we've got going on over at the Gear Website Store. Uh, that's where, obviously, we create products. You know, we, we're trying to, to do things, uh, Second Amendment things, just things. I like to just do things that are interesting. And uh, nobody funds those for just no reason. So uh, we've got the Patreon for people that want to just support us and to uh, be part of our monthly stuff but then we've got the store for anybody that wants to just buy something or uh, you know, again be part of the creation of this stuff these projects uh, through basically the profit we make off the store I did a quick video the other day uh, trying to explain how I'm able to send out free stuff and still make money on the store and it all has to do with 
A diminishing return. So what's the opposite of diminishing returns? Um, cost, no. What's it called when you make more money on quantity? Profit. No, no. When when you when you when you when you buy more of something, it costs less. Oh, um, bulk pricing. Yeah. So I've been volume just, pricing. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, like I say, it's just I did a quick video about how if I price this stuff to uh, include every item, include shipping. Whenever people buy multiple things, we actually make more profit on each order. So uh, that's how we're able to take things out of inventory and send them along as free items. And uh, as you get more inventory, that makes it easier because then you got some selection and you've got inventory to send people. But hopefully, it's just you know seeing the way that we do things uh, gives people ideas and uh, gets people interested in trying their own projects. I know that Cobra just jumped in, and Gary. I don't think you've really done too much with that stuff. I know Sergeant, even uh, Snob, and some others have been working on their own mer logo merchandise, but. Uh, if you're going to keep a project going, you want to fund travel at all, or just keeping larger pieces of the infrastructure mm -hmm. moving or paid for, um, then having just products in general is a is a strategy. And uh, I just try to share some of that with people. So anyway, we're participating in capitalism and all that with the free with the um, we call it Black Friday stuff, and then. I guess with Saturday we're going to do some stuff. Sunday we'll do some stuff, and then on Monday we'll definitely be doing the cyber monday thing yeah i think it was uh i think it was smart you putting out the video showing the the pricing thing because i've gotten i've heard people talk about not with you but i've heard people talk with that before that you know they don't understand it's like well you know i bought uh a couple of things and then i got all this they sent me all this extra why couldn't they have just sold me the other stuff cheaper you know and that so that sort of explains that to people, which is good. Yeah, I mean, okay, if, I if, say, if, if you're trying, to, if you're well, if you're trying to do like a competitive commodity, that's definitely not the strategy. I mean, you're not. I'm I'm trying to fund projects and offer somebody, uh, you know, something in return or a way to show that they're you know participating in the project. So, you know, a little bit hopefully more useful or more interesting than like a PBS or those little prizes you get for participating in PBS, you get like an umbrella or something, you know, for their, their drives or whatever. But, uh, um, you know, a step above just uh, what people consider it a donation when they uh, use the Patreon or something. Some people consider that, you know, a donation or if you're already contributing on Patreon and you want to do more, what are you going to throw a thousand dollars a month on Patreon or something? That's not reasonable. So uh, it's a way to, you know, participate in a, in a different way or if you're not even interested in patreon you know, like say also dead horse is talking about buying a printer for 19 bucks at walmart or something um i mean i have no idea how much equipment costs i can't imagine it costs that much really to build the stuff but there's got to be loss leaders right they'll put stuff out there at a loss because they want people to come and they know you're going to probably buy some other stuff right i guess is the idea since you're there, you're going to buy some other things that they are making money on. Yeah, and a place like Walmart, I don't, I don't envision a place like Walmart having too many loss leaders. As far as from the perspective of it's in the red, <laughs> you know, they yeah, may not make, they may not make much of a margin at all on it. But I can't see them losing money on anything. Well, you're right. They got to, but but certain stores will do that. They'll have, you know, they'll sure. lose. 
I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to do two patches for each order. So some orders will I'll lose money on, I'm sure. But you do it hoping that people will participate in the, in the overall make money. Plus, it's just fun to participate in capitalism once in a while and say thanks to your customers and lose some money, I guess. I know uh, from working at gun shops and stuff, um, they lost money. They just thought it was cool to give back to the customers and uh, participate in the small business Saturday. And uh, appreciate the people that come out and you know shop at this real small brick and small business brick and mortars. Well, and at some point, it's a and at some point it, it is a game you play in capitalism. I knew I know I did that over, you know for years, to where as long as you can get your principal back, you know it's like well okay these you know this this product these things I brought in whatever I've got X number of dollars in them. You know, and so I make, you know, you make money on the first half or so of them and you're thinking, okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give everybody a deal, make everybody, you know, feel special, whatever. I'm going to blow these out. And, you know, as long as I get the principal back on this other half, well, then that, that allows me to replenish stock and, you know, keep going, keep moving forward with everything. Um, and then those people are appreciative that they've gotten a deal or whatever. And a lot of times they come back and, continue to trade with your shop with your whatever so it's a, it's a great incentive i'm silent because i'm seeing you don't have to dead air you know don't get paid for dead air anyway uh snob says he's at the parking lot of an academy being first in line for uh one of the ruger carbines so he says he's the only one there, so that's cool. Send him a link if he wants to jump in. Um, I am uh, curious, since you mentioned Ruger carbine, do those only come in 9mm or do they come in other pistol calibers? For right now, they're just 9mm. However, for the um, when they first came out, Mac did a disassembly video on one. And since it's a takedown, all they have to do is just swap out the barrel and on the bolt, they're... Uh, your bolt face is held in by two little pins. You slide that out. So all Ruger has to do really is just make new barrels and machine that one little, uh, one little, uh, breech block part and just slide it in there and they can have, you know, forties and tens. So potentially you could buy a rifle and then just buy an upper with a, a new breech face. Just a new <laughs> breech face and barrel. Cause it's a takedown like their, uh, 22 carbines. So you could buy a new front end. They could have a, a conversion caliber conversion set. Yes, from the right. back easily in forty five ten forty yep. three fifty seven sig. All of the popular pistol cartridges. Because mm -hmm. yeah. it's um, then see ten ten millimeter is is definitely a uh, well the forty five I think is appealing because then you got the Magpul makes those crisp mag extensions so you can put a what is it thirty round mag forty five mm -hmm. into it. That's yeah. what we're talking. The only thing with the uh, 10s and 45s is you would have to get a new um, uh, magwell adapter or new magwell for it because the um, oh, ones that come with it are the Glock, the small frame, so the 940, 357 SIG, and the. Uh, so it wouldn't be as simple. There's it'd be like one extra. It'd be like one extra um, piece of it'd plastic. Model. It'd be a different model. The, the magwell. Oh, no, the magwell is modular. Yeah, it's modular because they made it to where it'll take their. Okay. Um, security okay. nine mags or Glock mags. I mean, that's why um, that's why the thing's so popular is because Ruger finally set or came to the conclusion that you know what, Glocks are popular. 
why don't we just make it to where it'll take a Glock mag? Well, their mags work, period, yeah. and decent, so they're plentiful. Are they single stack? Come on. Nope. They're Glock. They're Glock 17. No, I don't mean Glock. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what, what... The Ruger Security 9s? Yeah. Their double stack is just that... I'm pretty sure the board meeting went, they... Someone said, well, why don't we have it make our Security 9? That way, if people already have the Security 9 pistol, they can use the same magazines. And then someone else said, well, you know, Glock 9mm are the standard for pistol mag... Or for 9mm double stack pistol mags. So why don't we just make this little piece of plastic that all you have to do is push two pins, pull it out, pop in the new thing, and it'll take these clock mags. Exactly, because who has 20 Ruger Security 9 mags laying around? And Ruger doesn't make the 32-round uh, happy sticks either. Uh, nice. Uh, thanks for joining us, Gunsnop. So how, how much longer do you have to wait for the store to open? Um, let's see, five hours. Wow, you're dedicated. Eh, I'm get I'm getting this thing this year. Are you gonna have to? Are you gonna like stay awake and then, like, you think people are gonna be in line, so you'll have to like eventually go sit in a chair or something? Last year they lined up about three, so we were like second in line here. So, can you like just pull your truck up to the door? <laughs> the door? Yeah, I should. Well, you know, as long as you're sitting in it with the motor running, it's not uh, it's not parking, it's standing. Yeah. Yeah, true. I'm assuming you get a folding chair with you? Actually, we forgot to grab them from the house. Oh, that. my God. Well, then I think it's uh, whoever forgot the folding chair, it's their responsibility to yeah. uh, be the folding chair. No big deal. You can buy one in the when they open. Yeah. Or go buy one right now. <laughs> go to Walmart real quick. Look at yeah, all those bicycles got them. I got. I can just sit on one of these bicycles all evening. I got worlds of them out there. Three hours from now, you're going to think, I should have gone to Walmart. Are you in a truck or a, like a van? If you're in a van, you got the ability to pull out that back seat and set it up out there. I do. I'm in a Suburban. I could take the back seat out. My daughter's Ooh. trying to sleep on it right now, but she don't count. Oh, you got a kid? Just make your kid go sleep out on the sidewalk. Yeah. That's what I that's, that was her deal with coming. She was begging to come. So I was like, all right. You're going to have to be standing in line. Here's a pillow. Go sleep over there. Get in line. Get the first time. Your kid's going to love standing for five hours. I'm hoping I have three more hours of sitting in my car. <laughs> Anybody else going out to do anything in the morning? Not I. Not for Black Friday. I got to return a gas pipe, but that's about it. I already did some Black Friday shopping at Walmart this evening. That was a zoo. Me too. I'm going to local a local gun shop Saturday. They have a uh, every year, and I don't think I had an opportunity to go last year, which sucked. But every year they do. Oh man, they do all kinds of cool things. I don't know what those cool things. Apparently, are, he's but, off uh, to the store right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want everyone to know, I just have bacon pancakes at IHOP, just so you know. Ooh, delicious. Very nice. Pancakes. But were you making the bacon pancakes? That's the real question. No. 
there happens to be an IHOP in the Academy parking lot. We've nice. got a local shop here that's got, I don't know what they are, the, the 154s or the 70s, those ammo cans that are like a 50 ammo can, but they're really tall. And let's use them like a stool or something, you know, they're like for like... Um, the 20 millimeter cans? Oh, no, no, they're bigger than that. They're for like a rocket. They're the 120 millimeter mortar rounds, I guess. They're, okay. They're, they're the same diameter, like the same lid as a 50 BMG, but then instead of being the normal height, they're... What, probably like three or four of them stacked. So they're just really long. Anyway, they're $10 at this local shop on Saturday or tomorrow, I guess, Friday. I just don't feel like driving over and dealing with whatever amount of people. This is a kind of a small shop, so I'm assuming like four people would make it crowded kind of a place. Uh-huh. Maybe these things they have, but kind of want one for 10 bucks. That's not well, bad. Well, how's that price compared to, let's say, uh, at Wanamaker, there was that guy in the corner that was selling all, all different variations of boxes well, that's not fair because that guy's probably the cheapest you're going to find them period but compared to like a regular uh, surplus shop if you walked in i bet you those are like more like a 20 dollar can so it's like half price or something i mean are you getting it for somebody else or just getting it for yourself they're just neat cans you know what I'm talking about like the imagine the lid you've seen them i'm sure they're just oh no I, I i saw you sitting on it when you came over oh no no even bigger than that that one is a 20 mil that's what Ape was talking about. Those are nice cans too. Those I wish you could find those for ten bucks. But uh, this is a taller one, even than that. They're kind of pointless. They're just—I mean, I use them more for like setting things on. They're almost like little stools, and they're so big that if you filled them with like ammo, you'd probably barely be able to move the damn thing. Yeah, but what about like if you don't have a, to- a case for your electric tools, like putting a drill and a saw and, or something like that? Well, they're much taller. Would it be? They're like two foot tall, so they're exactly. Like so it fit like so it fit like an AK in it almost. Oh, hold on, do it this way. Oh yeah, you could fit a gun into them. Okay. Over here to ammo guide, right? And if this is a standard size, they're this tall. I just don't remember which one of these three it is, but it's this style. You ever seen these kind before, Dan? I think. So. So, I'm not positive. Yeah, they're just kind of neat. And they sent out an email letting people know about their sales and whatnot. The Clover's back. You were saying something and they got kicked out. Yeah, I said local gun shop, I think. Google got all mad at me, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know where I was at. Just start well, over, you, I guess. Well, you said you really <laughs> liked it. And then you, you left. Oh, mm-hmm. well, yeah, the the... Local gun shop here, uh, ammunition. They're an ammunition manufacturer too, but they do. Uh, they open from eleven to three. I mean, ten to three. And starting at eleven, they serve barbecue and all kinds of stuff. Uh, every hour, they have special deals, and they got deals that go on all day. They um, they have a bunch of steel targets set up out back, and they you can shoot any of the suppressed twenty twos. Uh, you just got to buy the ammo, or you can bring your own. And uh, and shoot at the steel. Um, what else have they got? They do door prizes and all that kind of stuff. It's just it's a lot of fun. And my dad is looking for my dad is looking to buy two suppressors. Uh, we talked about pretty heavily today, uh, and they do they are affiliated or whatever you call it with silencer shop. So uh, I'm going to take him with me up there. So hopefully you know we'll 
get a few good deals. Maybe he can get a couple good buys on some suppressors while we're there and uh, kind of make a day of it. They're making it more of a more of like an event rather than just kind of, hey, we got cheap prices on stuff. Yeah, it's one of them things where, you know, they run, like I said, they got certain things that are all going to be on sale and they haven't even put anything out. You kind of got to be, be there to know what's actually on sale. But um, And then, like I said, every hour they have like price drops and, you know, different things are on sale for that certain hour. So they kind of provide you, I guess, things to do while you're maybe waiting around and then like every hour they draw for door prizes and that kind of stuff too. So it gives you some incentive to actually stay there for the four or five hours as opposed to, you know, just sitting around, sitting around waiting. You were um, really wanting to get and then leave and it's more incentive for you to stay and have greater potential for you to buy more stuff. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe somebody else buys something and you're like, Oh yeah, I want one of those too. You know, like, or, oh, I or, didn't know they had one of those, but like I said, the hourly deals, you never know what they're going to know what they're going to put on sale. And they do that. Cause I bought in, in years past, I bought some used firearms because they would put the thing, you know, he would come out and he would say, you know, I've got so-and-so in here and you know, this, if it sells this hour, I'll let it go for this price, you know? And like the first one to speak up, you know, you don't, you don't get very many seconds to say something, you know, you gotta, gotta be listening. You're like, I'll take it. He's like, okay, come on, let's do the paperwork. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I had a, Bob used to do like a silent auction uh, around this time of the year. Sometimes I don't know. It is uh, anniversary. It was like July, Uh, not a silent auction, but an actual auction. And I seen guns just go for crazy cheap because he would just, you know, start a gun at 50 bucks. And if no one quit, you know, bid on it after a hundred. It went for a hundred, but that was more of like you had to be there and be there for that. You know, maybe an hour's worth of that thing. I like that idea better, where he just randomly says, "This is a you know, half off or something," right? And that way, they can pick stuff that's just been sitting on the shelf forever and give people who probably know the shop and like know that thing's been sitting there, but it's just you know maybe two hundred bucks more than they're willing to pay, or they just yeah. want it that bad. All of a sudden, it's three hundred bucks less, and it's like, oh, yeah. They've had a black powder rifle there for a couple of years now that I've thrown a, I've thrown an offer to him several times, and he hasn't, he hasn't bid on it. Uh, and I'm kind of hoping that if he sees me there, that's one of the things he, <laughs> he shouts out. You know, I'm hoping he'll call out the the bid price on that as a special, and uh, I'll come home with it if he does. So is it like a vintage or a repro or a? Nah, it's a, um, it's, it's a repro, I guess. I don't know what, I'm not big enough into black powder to be able to tell you it. It's a, it's a, it's a repro. In other words, it's not like a 1800s, you know, made back then. It was made, I'm guessing probably forties or fifty ish, but I mean, it's, you know, it's a factory made. It's not a kit or anything like that. Hmm. But it's a really short barreled, uh, smaller 45 caliber Hawking. Nice. Did you get a chance to look at that? Speaking of black powder, did you get a chance to look at that little one I wanted to look at at the, at uh, Jam Davis? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that thing awesome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, got some pictures pictures of it and stuff too. Yeah. Like smaller than a cricket, but it's a real black powder. So you know mm-hmm. you could lock that thing up. And I think it's a flintlock. So it's gonna... Well, all of those are that way that he that they have on the wall up there. And then I'd asked him, I don't know, because I don't know how well the feed was working, but I'd well, I asked heard... him, and he said that the guy that the company that made made those or whatever, um, they took regular rifles and just precisely scaled them down to make fully working small versions. That is so awesome. So it's kind of like goat guns, but they're fully functional, right? <laughs> or whatever. Exactly. And they're, yeah, anyway. Yeah, those things are awesome. So are they like pinfire guns then? No, they're just guns. They're black powder. They're flintlocks. Not flintlocks. They're, yeah, they're flintlocks. They have a little piece of flint. Oh, okay. Okay. There may be a, there may be a couple that are, that are cap, that are percussion cap. Yeah, they yeah. could be. But they had hammers. I mean, they were basically front stuffers. Oh. It's just that yeah. they were smaller than a cricket. So what's a cricket? Probably 26 inches because that's illegal. So these are uh-huh. probably like 18 inches or 20 inches or something. Oh, man. Yeah. 20, I would say 20. Some, A couple of them were mad 20, 18 or 20. Yeah, me, all the whole full gun. And it was yeah. just, but instead of being like a cricket, which is kind of a big stock with a little barrel, these are 100% proportionally so, small yeah. gun. So what caliber ball would you would you pack it with or put down uh-huh. the barrel? Didn't the ask and didn't look, but I mean, oh, you, okay. twenty-two 30. caliber, you probably could, or thirty, yeah. You were something on like a thirty caliber ball, maybe, but something small, probably something fake. They weren't made to shoot; they were made to be small versions of their guns. I think. Yeah, and you could have just—I mean, they may have been one of those where they just packed them with powder and then put. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Just to just shoot to, it, just to fire blanks almost or something. Yeah, but they look just like a real gun that somebody stuck in the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids machine and shrunk it. Yeah, yeah. Neat. Yeah, very cool. All right, so we're going to take a second and talk about what we got going on over at the gear website store tomorrow, or today, I guess, depending on where you are. I don't know if this is going to sound okay. Can you hear this? 2018, in order to encourage some sales over at the gear website store. Uh, all white 
as well. And just so you get a little bit of color, we'll throw a blue glow in the dark and the black and white glow in the dark uh, Ranger Eye from Gun Channels in there to accompany those. And uh, since it is Free Patch Friday, everybody else is getting one of these Happy Media stickers. We're going to throw in an all-white version of that as well. So it's an all-white uh, Black Friday, sort of the opposite of Black Friday, I guess. And we'll throw in one of the stickers for that one as well. Uh, those kind of go with the media theme that we are the new media. So we uh, did these. It's one of our first designs when we started doing patches. Our internet press passes, uh, the new media. And we have a couple of different versions of those stickers. Uh, we're looking forward to having those as PVC patches next year, we hope. So that's a, a collection that we're going to give out to one of the people who uh, purchases something uh, on Black Friday over at the Gear website store. So over at the or on the Daily Gun Show, uh, we'll pick someone randomly to win this collection. And again, we want to thank everyone who participates uh, in keeping our projects online and on the road. Uh, at the gear website store. Thanks for watching. All right, so that's what we're doing. Then we'll have some other stuff on Saturday and Sunday and Monday. Now, those flat patches, um, are is that something new? Or, or have those ever been in circulation at all? No, I just do those on the machines when we're playing around. And uh, I think we tried to auction those one time. I'm not sure if I ever put those out. We had them on the free patch Friday or not Free Pitch Friday, when we would do the tactical quiz and we had the board. Mm -hmm. I think they've been up there, but they never got grabbed. So those are one of a kind, what you're saying, basically? I don't want to say one of a kinds because sometimes I might have... like Very limited, then? Very limited. I know I've limited run the moon before, and Angelina sometimes. Hers are normally orange, though. So, But yeah, very limited if I have... I just don't want I hate to say I've never done them because I might have done them before. I just don't remember. Right. Gotcha. But yeah, not well, something... That's good to throw out there for people when, you know, there's something like that out there and that's a possibility because, you know, some people like to, uh, to like to have something that's special. Yeah, well, I hope to keep doing the Chairs Against the Wall as a series, changing the chairs out to different kinds of chairs, keep that theme going and uh, keep people, you know, motivated that you know, we can't keep resting easy. There's no rest easy. It's, it's, a, you know, it's a continual process, eternal vigilance. So, yeah, ideally, if we get a whole bunch of those things over the years, then maybe the first ones will be worth something. Collector's items. So we're not the only ones doing stuff. You've got stuff going on over at the at your shop. I do. What do we got? Uh, we we have several new items out there. Uh, Black Friday. Well, Black Friday started. So, um, yeah, I've already put that code out. The code is black. That's twenty five percent off, which is actually puts me lost leader. <laughs> On a couple of things, uh, so hopefully people buy more than one. Uh, the charm sticker set is new, uh, and then uh, those are roughly one inch. At first, I thought uh, you stuck them on a lunchbox, but this is an ammo case, huh? That's an ammo. Yeah, that's an ammo holder. Uh, and then uh, I've also got a set of uh, a, or individual. You can buy a set or individual of the reloader stickers. Um, and we've got uh, all the major brands I won't mention because they're silhouetted for a reason. Um, but, uh, yeah, I roll my own is uh, what those are. And, uh, yeah, you can buy those individual or in a set. Now, the printer kind of screwed up on the square one there, uh, unfortunately, when I went to pick them up. But that's, that's okay. Uh, it still works. And then we've got the little two-inch tactical leprechaun stickers in oh, there now. Yeah, these are new. No, I just got them. Just got them this week. 
So, yeah. Um, had the bigger square ones before. And then uh, there's several new shirts over at the shirt store. I haven't released the codes on that, but um, it's 15% off over there right now. And then Cyber Monday, not only they kick in free shipping on top of the 15% off. So uh, if you're interested in anything at the shirt store, I would say wait until Cyber Monday for that. And uh, several new several new designs there. Using Spreadshirt over there, what are you, we have to talk sometime about what you're using for a cart because that's a pretty nice looking cart that you got for the swag store too. It looks like. Yeah, sure. And some of the, and some of the stuff that's there uh, it says read more. That means it's out of stock. And some of the stuff there is uh, is limited quantity. So. Uh, now, once it's gone, I, I will get eventually get more, of course. But, uh, yeah. Uh, is, what's the T-shirt guy's store called, Snob? Oh, my buddy? Yeah. I don't think he's ever even got it up, but it's going to be Blue Label Threads. I don't think he ever got his website up yet. Oh, is he doing anything for tomorrow? No, he hasn't even done anything at all yet he's still working on it right on he's just busy with life and real work first so that was but you know he's got a store up there too is he doing anything for monday uh i haven't heard him say he was but yeah he's definitely got a store so i need to get over there and get a patch if he's still got some. I'm tired of taking mine off of my patch panel to put on my bag when I go somewhere. That's why I like having two, yeah. So, yeah, I just need to get another one. <laughs> and then one to take around. Right. Now with the van, it's annoying because I don't want to leave them in the van. Right. Yep. Um, I've been doing a patch of the week, POW series, mm -hmm. and uh, it's probably a shitty name to call it, call it POW series. Uh, patch of the week, though, and that's pretty simple. And you just make those in like, you know, sit down in a couple of half an hour, you can make 30 videos. And that's 30 weeks worth of videos. Everybody's got patches on a patch panel. And, uh, you know, just a little insight where you got it, why you got it, um, whatever, you know, a couple of second video. I think those mm -hmm. are, I've seen people uh, respond to them. So it's an idea for people that have patch panels and looking for content. Yeah, that could be kind of cool. I've seen I've seen you do those, and I've thought about that. There's not a lot of history behind mine necessarily, but yeah, um, true, but it could give some it could give some um, exposure to a different company or. I don't know, I disagree. When I see a patch panel behind somebody, especially like Mac Daddy or really shooting, used to have one. I'm always curious, you know, what what the stories are, where they got them. Um, it might not be the most unique patch in the world, you know, like a Glock patch or something, but. The story behind it is the story. Some patch panels are. They're kind of like our versions of quilts, right? So you look at that panel, it might be the same you know, BCM patch that everybody else has, but you got yours you know, from somebody or at a particular place. That's what it's all about. So that's why those little stories, I think, are yeah. neat. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm on a playlist, and that's the kind of thing when they're short and sweet like that, somebody can sit down and dig them and, you know, six months that's from now. Dig through a bunch of them in half an hour, watch 30 videos or something. 
After you get so many, though, if I went in there, I don't know if I could remember where I got. Well, it's <laughs> not all of them. Just do is just to, for your own recollection, right? Why? So it'd be a good idea just for that. Yeah. I'm sure I could. I'm sure I could go through mail times or Instagram posts or something, probably, and and figure out where I got them all. I've recorded it in some way, shape, form, or fashion, most likely. Now, I will release, since we're, since we're talking about patches, you know the first patches I've done, those that were, um, the whatever, they were like printed onto the Velcro stuff or however, you know, mm -hmm. that first, first series. Um, they're having Black Friday specials. That's Mutiny, Mutiny Shop, and I'm on their email list. And uh, 5 o'clock Pacific, I don't know what time that is uh, here, but 5 o'clock Pacific. Pacific, they're supposed to release their Black Friday codes. So, if there's anybody out there, you know, patches or whatever, um, yeah, either sign up, go sign up for their newsletter, or you know, just check out my Instagram. I'll I'll probably throw that stuff. I've been throwing deals up as, I, as I've run across them. Um, yeah, and another thing with my Instagram too, since we're talking about Black Fridays and deals, um, I'm sure you you may have noticed, but I've got the link bio. Uh, add-on little thing now. So if you go to my bio in Instagram, you can click on the link, and it will take you to a page that then has links to things that I talk about. Anything that in the description says link in bio, just go to the bio, click the link, and then you'll be able to, it'll take you wherever you need to go from there, which is pretty cool. So it'll take you to all those Black Friday specials and all that good stuff. Make it easy. Yeah, I saw that you were using a service for that. Does that yeah. cost anything? No, that's the free. Uh, no, no, no. I take that back. No, 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 no. I just lied to you. My apologies. Uh, it's ten bucks lifetime. Light up, light on Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, it's ten bucks lifetime for that for the package I've got. All right, uh, I'm gonna go right to left because Clover's been talking. Uh, what are you thankful for, snob? Um, to live in a free country where I can sit in my car and wait five hours to buy a gun cheap. Right on, Dano. You the question. What are you thankful for? What am I thankful for? Uh, the fact that I was born in this country uh, where, where freedom, although it's being challenged, it still exists. Right on, Gary. Well, my daughter asked me that because she wanted everybody to say what they were thankful for over lunch. I said, well, I'm thankful for uh, being a part of gun channels over the last year and how my, <clears throat> you know, the friendships that I've made and the things that I do and stuff. It's basically a whole nother life for me and uh, it's changed me and I'm very thankful for that. Right on. Hey. Uh, let's see. Thankful for living in uh, one of the, well, one of the, if not the best country on earth. I'm thankful that I don't have any serious health issues and that I have a well-paying, albeit frustrating at times, job. So that's what I'm thankful for. Yeah. Clover? Um, 
you know, I don't know, to shorten the version, probably thankful for the, you know, for the people around me, be it family, friends, community, you know, viewers, followers, supporters, whatever it might be. Um, you know, without all of those people, there wouldn't be much point to life and it would be boring and wouldn't have people to push me or to bounce ideas off of. So, you know, yeah, I was just out in a cabin in the woods. That would just kind of suck. Well, hold on. It would it would suck if you knew that there was other stuff out there. If you were by yourself. Yeah, like I mean, that. if I was just thrown at this point into a onto a deserted island, yeah, it would suck. <laughs> if I didn't know any better, yeah, of course. So, uh, Dead Horse is saying on the Gun Channel side, he's thankful for an accepting place like Gun Channels to come out of the nine millimeter closet. <laughs> we're not getting anything on the YouTube side, obviously. We're not. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with uh, friends, family, and firearms, except I'm going to throw freedom in there. So get rid of the fun part. Say, uh, friends, you guys are all awesome. And, yeah, Gun Channels has been great. The Internet in general has been an awesome uh, experience in the First Amendment, being able to uh, share our voices, hear what other people are talking about, and, you know, have these conversations that evolve over time. Uh, family, friends, and uh, firearms are cool. But then, yeah, freedom, you guys made a good point. Uh, if it's a roll of the dice or what the hell it is, we were born in an awesome place at an awesome time in history. Awesome. Pink saying family health and thankfully I have a job. Right on. Let's see if YouTube's saying anything. C4 just said I got the frustrating part down. I don't know if he's trying to swallow something or what he's talking about there. I think he might be. Uh responding to mine I think there's what a 15 20 second delay for the YouTubes Let's see uh, I got a couple more on the YouTube I've been actually saying wife everything else I have is because of her uh, that's a very wise uh, position for you to be taken, or obnoxious. Uh, and Patriot's thankful for his uh, kid. Definitely smart thing to say if she's within earshot. Or uh, better yet, within arm's reach. Or you're within arm's reach of her. <laughs> He's a lot better husband than I am. You know, nobody really... You know, I guess with the exception of firearms, nobody really necessarily mentioned anything tangible, which is, um, you know, you hear that a lot with people, and it, it aggravates me. I'm thankful I have, you know, I live in a really nice house, or I drive a brand new car. Or like, really? You're thankful for crap like that? You know, the little things that I'm thankful for. You know, yeah. the big thing, the big things I tend to think I earn, you know, I work toward them or whatever. So I can earn, I can rent. Right. Right. You know, I work my butt off for that gun that's in the safe or, you know, I work my butt off for the big screen TV or the vehicle I've got or whatever. Right. I mean, that's not really. When we talk about living in a country that's free, that's what it's about. Right? Yeah. I mean, the, the ability to work. Uh, and prosper is something to be thankful for. The the rewards of work and prosper are not necessarily what you should be thankful for, I guess is what I'm getting at. 
That makes sense. You have the ability to earn the money to do that is the thing to be thankful for, not the you know the fact that you worked hard and earned that money. Now I'm pretty happy to be to be stuck in this place. I don't know what the future's got to hold, so maybe I'm crazy. The future might be better, but as far as looking backwards, there's a couple of times when I could handle living. But as far as like you know knowing as much as we know now about what the history's been like, I know people that. Would hundred percent disagree with me that they'd rather go back to some Bronze Age or some reason, you know, some other type in time in the history of time of people. But man, I really dig this whole internet and this time we're living in, where we've kind of gone. I think we're going from the old ways to the new ways at a massive rate, and I think we're going to really experience some neat stuff in our lifetimes. When I hear people talk about, you know, the days of old, let's say the eighteen seventies, just as an example. Uh, I often think of right up until they cut their toe and they get a nasty infection or something else that today is nothing but then was death. Like the doctor, all we can do for you. That's yeah. kind of what I was thinking about what the guy was telling us at J.M. Davis when he was talking about the antique medical tools. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and my wife had mentioned that. I don't remember if it was on Gun Gals or where, and they were talking about, she was talking about the medical stuff or whatever at J.M. Davis. You know, and how in the old days, you know, um, you get an infection on your foot, they cut off your foot. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't no killing the infection, and, and you could walk around normal. They just lopped your foot off, and you went about your business with a wooden foot or whatever. And that's only um, if you survive that surgery and that, didn't yeah. get infected. That's assuming you survive the infection and them lopping off the foot and the healing of the lopping off the foot and everything else. Right. That's absolutely yeah, correct. Didn't get, didn't get three other infections from the surgery. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, now think about it. We got robots, tiny robots and lasers and crap that goes in microscopically and they don't even have to cut you open to do stuff. It's just insanely crazy at, at medical. I mean, uh, other than, you know, bad disease or rare disease or, you know, bad trauma, um, you can pretty much survive or just live in a rough life. Of course, <laughs> you don't take care of yourself at least somewhat. And could you imagine watching a daily gun show in Morse code? <laughs> That would be interesting. Uh-huh. Need uh, we'll have to get Hoshnazi to do that for us. He can transcode Daily Gun Show one night. It would take forever for Carrier Pigeon to send all our emails out. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Well, one thing I, I think I think that the Pony Express might get our mail delivered in a little more fashionable way than the modern U.S. Postal Service. But outside of that, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with current times. They may not have tape, but if they had it, they would have gladly given you a one-inch piece. All right. So what would gun channels have been in, like, the 1870s? Like a bar somewhere? I don't know, probably a... Plain wagon? Like a Buffalo Bill show? No, uh, probably, been a, probably a, like yeah, man. probably like a traveling show. Mm-hmm. Or it could have been a bench outside, you know, on the sidewalk. Be like a barber shop, like there was a gun channels in every town, and people would go up and talk shop. It'd be like a bar version of a gun shop. 
Well, uh, a lot of the, but a lot of the traveling shows, they picked up local talent. They didn't have, uh, a lot of them had like a core, a core group that moved with them, but then they picked up a lot of local talent here and there, you know, along the way. So that would be similar to the gun show loophole tour that kind of drove around and then other people jumped in at various locations or whatnot. Starring G-Webs is Annie Oakley. The Gunshot Loophole Tour would be like two really fast horses in this covered wagon, and I'd have to like run out of towns all the time, like at, at night. Some guy yelling at me about it, messing with his daughter, and like everybody mad that their tonic wasn't growing their hair back or something. <laughs> with a posse on your tail. Mm-hmm. Yep. Imagine, imagine trying to stealth camp with a horse and carriage. That'd be, uh... <laughs> well, the thing of it is, back in those days, I mean, unless it was like a real big city, no one would really care. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you were like outside of town limits or something, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that guy with that uh, white, that suspicious-looking white, white, uh, white wagon and yeah. that uh, indifferent white dog's back again. Right. Right. That dog's getting so fat now. She sits around eating. I call her too hard now. You haven't been bribing her with butter again, have you? Sounds like me. Super lazy. Uh, I give her, uh, I buy those cans of whipped cream. She likes like a little dollop of whipped cream every once in a while. That's probably those little, uh, those little aerosol whipped cream. Yeah. When I make my nut milk coffee, I'll pour the coffee in. Sometimes put like a dollop of that whipped cream and pour the nut milk in. That mixes it and gives it a little bit of a sweetness with butter. Sugar. Now you do you do you do any of the flavored ones or is it just regular with the whipped cream? Are you the one that had that Reese's peanut butter cup? No, the that was freaking Hershey's and the Reese's. Yeah, Ugh. both of them are gross. He's angry on one of his Instagram things. Squirted Reese's peanut butter cup whipped cream out of a can, so it looked like huh? brown poop yeah. coming out of a can. Yeah, and they've got Hershey's too. Like, and I even tried. I even tried putting them together because I thought, okay, well, maybe together is kind of like a Reese's peanut butter cup, right? No, uh-uh. they're gross. I could see chocolate, but I don't understand peanut butter whipped cream. That doesn't. That's not two things that go together. And in an aerosol, it's even worse. Well, you're saying the chocolate doesn't even taste good. No, I don't. I don't like it. That's too bad. So now, that doesn't mean. Now I'm weird. That doesn't mean somebody else won't. I'm just saying I don't. So why don't you just put your whipped cream on there and then drizzle some chocolate syrup over it? Wouldn't that be better? Right. Right. Kind of sounds interesting, though, if they would have put the whipped cream in there and then some chocolate syrup in there and then charge it, right, so that when you're squirting it, it's basically mixing all of it. It sounds like it could work. But if it's, like, bad chocolate, it would be gross. What if it had, like, a separate little straw in the center that as you were squirting out the whipped cream... Squirted Mm -hmm. out just a little stream of chocolate on there with it. Like that one toothpaste where it squirts out in three different colors? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They could make. I could probably do that. I bet. It'd be like the kind of challenge that some packaging guy is chomping at the bit to do. I need to patent this idea. I'll be a thousand there in no time. Rob is saying power tools are a blessing. That's a good point. Although I'm really into old tools, and I grew up with contractors and whatnot, so I'm been around tools a bit, and I appreciate like pounding a nail in with a hammer. But uh, I really, really, really dig new tools. So I could, I could hear that being a, another reason for wanting to live now as opposed to back in the day. 
Yeah, could you imagine building a whole house with a flathead screwdriver and a handsaw? Oh, yeah. I remember helping out when I was a kid doing stuff with, you know, real tools, not power tools yet. And then as we got, you know, bigger, more sophisticated, I guess, more more power tools. But And then when you get into, like, 3D printers and lasers and stuff now, it's amazing. Can you imagine what these little kids that are like little youngins now are going to have? It's going to be Star Trek replicators, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, Star Trek replicators mixed with that thing from Back to the Future, you know, I'm sure we're going to be harvesting dumps, right? We're just going to stick some kind of tube into a dump and just be extracting all the materials back out of there. Be little replicators at dumps. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think, you know, right now the methane gas, uh, when it becomes economically feasible to uh, extract some of the energy that it's already emitting, that's a real possibility. Well, they're already doing that with um, hog and turkey barns, collecting mm-hmm. all the uh, fecal material and putting into digesters and using the methane to generate electricity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and it just to cook some of the grossness away from their from wastes and stuff, you can you know, do some real neat stuff there. Right. We could just run tubes um, from all the cows and all the pastures. I don't know. It kind of kind of makes you think. I mean, you know, back in the, talk about Indians or whatever, early man, they very rarely wasted any part of their animal, right? Or their or whatever. I mean, they had very little waste comparatively. So I think I think it'll get to a time to where we come full circle, to where we will be able to uh, replenish and recycle to a point. I mean, except for like waste, waste like poop. There's there's nothing that's wasted on a cow these days. Like when a cow or a pig or a chicken goes in, even that the yeah. organs that digest and and that stuff is is used as food. Yeah, and even the uh, waste product, like I said, it's still collected. Either it's dried out and used for fertilizer, or it's uh, right. put into a digester. They extract the all the energy they can out of it, and then it, by that point, it's broken down into its base its basic elemental components. I know uh, the American Indians used to uh, dry the animal poop and use it to help uh, make the fires going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. As well as buffalo chips. As well, you know, yeah. if they can find those. You can have some fun, fun games out in a cow pasture too. Yeah. <laughs> Road apples. It's better if it's really fresh and you throw it. It's fresh on the inside. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. way would it. That way would it hit. Yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. So Patriots got two things out there. One, he's saying thankful for dentists. Right after he says thankful for the hard chocolate over the whipped cream. But I don't know what he's talking about there. So you can get the hard chocolate or that chocolate stuff that when you pour it over ice cream, it turns hard, right? Like the shell. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. But if you poured that over whipped cream, that ain't turning into no shell, is it? It needs the cold, doesn't it? Depends on well, how cold your whipped cream is. Right. Yeah. I'm, like, a, I'm not <laughs> thankful for what dentists charge. Well, what if you, or what if you took the shell and you put it, because it's going to be, whipped cream is going to be cool, at least. So if you, um, as long as your, your shell stuff was not you know, hot, then you could put it on the whipped cream and then stick it in the freezer just for a second, and oh, it should yeah. harden. That might work. Yeah. 
that shelf oh, yes, amazing. Right about the tooth, but I think they would just pull, pull teeth back in the day, right? It wasn't people. well. You go to your um, uh, well, talking about the barbers, that's what they used to do. Was or that's where the colors from the barber pole come. It's they used back in medieval times. The, your barber, just because he had sharp objects, was also your surgeon. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. So, well, for toothaches, yeah, you could get it pulled, and then once again, you could risk dying of infection, or you can let it abscess, in which case you're going to die of infection. Right. So, yeah, they'd either pull it, or you just get uh, stay blind drunk on uh, whiskey. Mouth leeches. Pull it and put a mouth leech on there. My Maybe. grandpa, um, old old school thing around here for toothache is tobacco. Um, and even when he had, um, he, he's had teeth pulled before and then he would like pack the above where the tooth was pulled with tobacco. And he's like, yeah, it keeps the infection out and helps heal it. Now, I don't know. I'm not claiming to be a doctor or any type of a medical guru that says that. So I'm just telling you, that's what my, my grandpa has done before. Nicotine or whatever the, the tobacco is, what do you call like, uh, Antiseptic. Antiseptic, yeah, it'll kill stuff, but uh, it'll also, it's not great for you, but what is. Plus, I'm pretty sure just having something over the open (coughs) works a lot better than just kind of leaving it there, and every time you suck in air, it's a new experience in pain. Yeah, I think a lot of those old remedies, they weren't the greatest thing. They may have lessened the odds of stuff, and so that's why people used them, but they, they lessened the odds just because of practical application wasn't because they were a miracle cure. In the late 1800s, there were still people getting bled, and that does nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not necessarily true. Yeah, bleeding does stuff. Yeah, okay. it uh, lowers your... It causes you to pass out eventually. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, All right. You know, well, there are certain... 90... Oh, go ahead. No, like there's certain blood infections and there's little things like that. There's certain chemicals that, you know, organs can put off or things like that that can that could make you sick. That mm. I, I can see where bleeding could like I said, it by no means was it a miracle cure, but I could see where the practicality of it got the tainted blood out and, you know, your body produced cleaner blood. But you don't get it out. As long as it's infected, it'll continue to be infected. Hold on. It had to work to some extent. Otherwise, they wouldn't. No, no, it didn't. Well, you got to remember, people were a lot more ignorant and willing to trust people, you know, a couple hundred years ago. I was watching a program just the other day on the 1700s medicine. They used to put a thing around your neck with with dead worms tied onto it. And when the worms fell off the little thing around your neck, that meant your your sore throat was supposed to be better by then. That was medicine. Well, you know, well, kind of... go ahead. No, I was just going to say, what I was going to say kind of goes along with what Dana was just talking about. My grandpa's 92, and he still to this day keeps kerosene in his medicine cabinet. Anytime he has a sore throat, he rubs it on his throat, and he swears by it. Now, <laughs> there, there is realistic stuff to uh, the natural medicine off of plants. That's a real deal. Right. And my grandfather will do that. He'll do, he'll go, he'll be sick. <clears throat> well, not so much. He's really, really old now, so he doesn't do it. But in, in his, I guess, younger days, let's say 20 years ago, he'd go over there and he'd be 
wouldn't be at the house. And he'd come back and he'd have a little sack or something and there'd be some kind of root or weed or something in it. And you're like, what's up? And he's like, oh, this hurts or whatever. And so he'd go there and wash it off and put it in a pot and a boiling water or something. And he would make him some whatever that root was, tea, basically. Um, crazy, man, and drink it. Aspirin comes from a plant. Yeah, aloe is awesome for burns, right? We've all experienced yeah. that. Aspirin, uh, comes, aspirin from comes from the willow tree. At the right. bark of the willow tree is where aspirin comes from. Yeah. Well, it comes from a little plant, too. And if you were to boil either one of those plants, right, that would give you an aspirin-like tea. So, of course, that's going to make you feel great. So, I mean, yeah. compared yeah. to nothing. Right. All right. Those things work. Right. I, I'm just saying it's the man made made up stuff that doesn't work versus the na the natural things from typically uh, plants. I don't, I'm not going to go that far. When they look at no, I mean that's not no, that's not true. When they look at what in a plant makes you pain relief, and they can figure out what item it is in there, and then they figure out well we can make that, or we can but synthesize we, something that will be ninety percent effective as it. Mm -hmm. And plant is the premise of my statement. But anyhow, um, this is Black Friday. I don't know how we got off onto that. We definitely went on the sidetrack. Let's go back to uh, what's happening at um, uh, the gear store. What about a couple days? What about it? What? So what's happening at the gear store the next couple days? It's been about 20 minutes. Yep. So I just posted that video or whatever of Friday. So, you know, it's it's... Black Friday, not really an online thing, but I might as well participate in it, right? So we're going to do that giveaway with the uh, white uh, chairs against the wall patches and some other stuff. Uh, everybody that orders tomorrow will get two times the patches for free, right? So we'll get the FU Media patch to everybody who orders tomorrow plus a free patch or an additional free patch. And I just say free patch because that's one of the ways I can keep the inventory fluid and I also like to you know if somebody's getting a bunch of spam cans I'll try to give something AK related as a free patch if they're getting a bunch of gun channel stuff I'll try to give them a gun channels thing as a free patch right so I don't like to say normally like a particular free patch or anything so that we can kind of play with it um, so you'll get two of them though tomorrow and then on Saturday we're looking at uh, some kind of a stiff sticker extravaganza sticker Saturday Sunday, we're going to go with, since it's van chat, we'll be talking about, uh, or we'll be doing more of a, uh, um, what should I say, tour package. I guess we could look at that tour package. Since I'm on my own uh, channel here, I can see stuff that is uh, not live yet, right? Um, in addition to that, uh, we'll uh, have a thing on Monday with Red Dawn. So... Uh, We'll have a bunch of themed things for each day. Awesome. And then I've been thinking about doing something for, because we've gotten a lot of orders, and this is cool because I'm not, you know, we weren't really prepared for this time of year last year, and we've got the new cards and stuff. So I'm hoping that people will get the word out on these cards uh, now that people are, you know, hundreds of people are getting them in their hands from the, from the initial campaign. And hopefully they'll... Uh, uh, you know, that word will get out and more people will be purchasing those and we'll end up with a lot of individual sales. And I'm thinking of doing something for, I don't know, like, you know, all the sales in November or all the sales in December or something. So this looks like what we'll be doing on Sunday. 
All right, welcome back. In order to encourage some sales and to participate in the capitalism this weekend, we're going to have some special themed things happening. And on Sunday is the Gun Show Loophole Tour in honor of Van Chat that we do on Sundays. So every purchase from the Gear Website store is going to come along with one of our van patches, the new ones. And somebody is going to get uh, selected to win this collection of stuff from the Gun Show Loophole Tour. We're going to go through it in this video and then we'll draw from the people who order on Sunday who will all get the free van patch in addition to anything else we got going on. Uh, but anybody who orders on Sunday from the store will, uh, at the van chat on Sunday night, will draw a random person from the purchases that day, and they'll get all this stuff. So let's take a look at it. Got a couple of different things here, some stuff from the places we visited, some patches from the various uh, places, and then some stuff from the uh, van and the tour itself. Starting out with some donuts from the 2016 tour with a Homer and a crusty Lego guy because uh, of the whole donut theme there. Uh, we've got some uh, gun show loophole stickers and uh, the thank you card that we hand out as well as the new PVC patch and one of the patches that we sewed up get ready for the tour earlier this year uh, on our machines here in Tucson. We've got a postcard from the Browning Museum as well as some of uh, the brochures from the various museums, gun shops and organizations that we visited at the tour this year and a little bit from last year. We've got some stickers from some of the gun shops and places that we visited. We've got the new patch that everyone who purchases on Sunday will receive. We've got the old uh, van with the dog and the small van patch. Uh, we've also got two of the prototypes that we did uh, from that first van patch uh, that we sewed here again in Tucson. Got some stickers that go along with the van patches and a pit crew uh, tire patch here as well. These are all, well, a lot of these are PVC. Got a Gun Channel's PVC patch there. And then we've got some patches that come from the gun shops and museums that we visited uh, from the surplus store in um, Wisconsin, from Gat Guns in Illinois, Texas Ranger Museum in Waco, Texas, the Cody Firearms Museum in Wyoming, 45th Infantry Museum in uh, Oklahoma City. We've got the Dodge City uh, in Kansas. Uh, this one's from Sierra Bullets. We picked that up in Tulsa. Uh, we got the Whittington Center in New Mexico, the Los Angeles Police Museum in LA, uh, and then the Second Amendment Foundation. These are all sewn patches. And uh, oh, I guess I got a copper custom from uh, Military Arms Channel in Indiana. So it's a lot of stuff, and it's our way of saying thank you to encourage some sales on Sunday, uh, keep our projects online, and keep everything moving. Uh, give us some time to work on new projects. And again, to say thanks to the people who support uh, what we do online and on the road. Let us know in the comments what you think. Anytime you purchase something from a store, we encourage you to post it online. Let other people know about the product. Let us know you got it okay. And it gives us something to share on our uh, social media posts. So thanks everyone who participates. And uh, stay tuned for lots more in 2019. Thanks for watching. I may have to buy some stuff on Sunday then. <laughs> Just say stuff on Sunday now. Dang it! <laughs> That's a cool. That's anything. Uh -huh. So I'll try to suppose some. Maybe I'll put some stickers up there that are cheap for people that want to just get in on the thing without having to throw real money down all the time. So trying to play with the capitalism. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna order some of those firearm cards on Sunday. I think. Have you have you sent all those out yet, G? 
Uh, I'm flush. I only have one thing on hold right now that didn't get out. So anything that okay. they thought is already in the mail. Okay. Well, my wife got hers yesterday, and I haven't gotten. Or oh, wait, wait, are you talking the about the firearm inventor cards? I may not have sent. Well, no, I don't know. Yours, you more ordered more than one, I think. So there's the yeah, one that uh, that came with, or that we're going to come with a set of uh, gun channels trading cards. Mm -hmm. uh, you and Gary and a couple other people got those, right? I have to make that set of cards. So those decks will go out. Unless you want them right away, I'll send them now. But uh, those decks will go out whenever I get those trading cards made. Um, oh, okay. That'll be before shot, but you know, I have to take a couple weeks to make those cards. It takes time to print them. Um, oh, okay. yeah, but um, you bought something else, and that went out, or something. I know I sent something to you. Yeah, I ordered some stuff the other day. Yeah, I don't um, remember what. But you had no. also got a patch batch or something. So I know I've been sending stuff, but I don't know. It, it's been kind of crazy. And then I, for somehow, I put you know, I, I'm just my twenty sixth or something thing with uh, Indiegogo and I somehow I think I was in there editing the, the perks and I must have it must have toggled off the shipping address for like two of them for like 40 people basically so I had to like send out that stupid email kind of alert thing saying hey I didn't get your email so I've been waiting for those to trickle in but aside right. from the, obviously it was a bunch of there's always a mad rush of you know stuff going out and it kind of happened right after the patch pass so I had a Kind of a flurry of outgoing mail, trying to keep track of it all. Right. Um, I remember that though somebody I forget exactly who now, but I think on the YouTube side somebody had asked what the chair against the wall is all about. So uh, since it's the Daily Gun Show, I might as well talk about it. Um, I'm not sure if they're watching now. I'll probably do a separate video just to talk about it again. But uh, it comes from actually there's a website, uh, the whole website for it. So let me go grab that. But uh, basically, there was the resistance in World War II. So you had the um, uh, World War II happening. The Nazis came and took over countries, right? Poland first and then France. Or was it France and then Poland? I think it was Poland and then France, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Poland and then France because they did that before they turned on the Russians. So they basically started to occupy countries. So these countries were like, you know, unwillingly now German. And uh, having to produce shit for the Nazis and shit, and they were not digging it. And these were free people at one time, so there was, uh, you know, there was a there was a an effort to uh, to get those people um, coordinated is the word I'm looking for, and uh, on task so that they could uh, literally coordinate with the efforts of the Allies. And uh, part of that was the radio messages. So, uh, there was a movie called. Is it the movie The Great The Longest Day? Actually, they'll probably tell us in here. Yes, movie by that one with John Wayne. Yeah, it, I mean, there's a ton of people in it. Um, but John has a long mustache. I don't have that built. I guess I haven't put it back together. Uh, I used to have it all on this website. But anyhow, there's this movie called The Longest Day, which kind of illustrates the concept or that facet of the French Resistance, uh, at least just you know as far as D-Day in that movie. But um, they would use radio codes, messages in these, like, there would be radio stations just blowing out music to the troops or whatever and some propaganda stuff, I'm sure. And then they would have these, like, little coded messages. And one of the codes was the chairs against the wall. And 
or actually it wasn't, one of the codes was John Esselon mustache. That was an actual code from back then. And the movie uses John Esselon mustache because that was an actual code. Um, later on in 1984, when Milius uh, made Red Dawn, uh, the, he you know, referenced that concept with uh, the kids getting their first radio from that rancher. Uh, and when he gets the grandkids, or he gives them the granddaughters, so they first get their first radio, and they're listening to the radio show, uh, Radio Free America or whatever, up on the mountain. And that radio blurb is what we start this show out with. And Milius changed it, uh, and he says, the chair's against the wall, and John has a long mustache. I forgot what it was now in Longest Day. It was something else, and then John has a long mustache. But uh, that's what it's in reference to. And the specific one, Chairs Against the Wall, is uh, might have more uh, stuff, more history to it than I'm aware of. But um, from what I'm familiar with, it's the Red Dawn take on the re uh, resistance uh, messages or coded messages in the radio. Uh, I don't know if it's an old wife, whether it's true, but I'd heard that the uh, John and his long mustache was specifically the one about the D-Day invasion, the French resistance. Yeah, that's why they put it in the movie. So that was a real code. That was the real alert to let the French resistance know that it was D-Day was happening right then to start killing Nazis. So that's why they put it in the movie. Like, uh, bridges to blow up, uh, train yards to mess with. Oh, yeah. they Like I said, they were coordinated. Uh, it was a big part of winning the war, is having the people who are subjugated turn on their uh, captors, on the tyrants. So anyway, there's, there's a lot to that, right? So First Amendment is what makes us free, lets us communicate, lets us have free opinions and share those opinions, and we don't have to uh, just, you know, be, I guess, uh, allied with some kind of uh, political stance. You know, we can have nuance and we can have discussion. It's the First Amendment, and uh, part of the First Amendment is broadcasting. You know, we not only invented the concept of free speech, but then the ways to do it. The radio, television, movies, internet. I don't think we invented the printing press, I guess, technically, but we invented the free press, right? So uh, the internet is, you know, our new electronic version of the free press. We're all little versions of uh, Benjamin Franklin out here doing our thing. Or who's that guy that did the uh, little pamphlets? Wasn't, <coughs> wasn't Thomas Paine, was it? Yeah, I think I'm thinking of Thomas Paine. So, you know, you never know when an individual thought is going to start a, a wildfire of you know, political opinion or something. So, anyway, there's that concept to it. There's the concept that the, uh, the kids in Red Dawn had were thrust into a situation and had to deal with it uh, and dealt with it right and you know part of dealing with it is having to coordinate with others and know what's going on in the world and that free press that free information that radio uh, broadcast uh, alerted them to what was going on and that's what we try to do right we're trying to do that with our uh, projects with our uh, efforts online and then uh, you know, the concept of the chairs against the wall that, again, we have to ever be vigilant for liberty. Like, we don't, nothing's given to us, and we can't just assume that somebody else is going to do it.
that's where the patch comes from. Sort of the daily gun show, but the meaning behind the daily gun show and the reasons why we do it, all wrapped into a patch. And then because we're capitalists, we're going to do them in, you know, versions. We're going to do start off with that folding chair. Then we did that kind of just plain old kitchen chair looking thing. Uh, then we did a leather chair. We'll do some other ones as we go along. Neat. Uh, first stanza of Trans for hours. Okay. Uh, unknown user over on the YouTube's uh, before the DD before the DD D Day landings of June 6, nineteen forty four. Radio Monrez, which I guess was the actual uh, um radio station broadcasting into Nazi-occupied Europe. Uh, they broadcast the first stanza of Paul Verlaine's poem, Chanson Diodem, to let the resistance know that the invasion would begin within 24 hours. Um, the long sobs, long sobs, violins of autumn injure my heart, a longer moon, monot longer monotone. Hmm. Langatone. Langatone. Langer of monotone. Langer of monotone. They're French. It's poetry. And I am neither French nor poetic, so... But then the next line is something like, John has a long moustache. Yeah. Well, actually, I think it... Um, uh, unknown user, I got that off Wikipedia because it was, um, oh yeah, Gene has a long mustache. Gene, John, it's all, it's basically the same name, just spelled and pronounced differently. Well, I think in the show it sounds more like John. Yeah. Or in the movie. Yeah. Because it's a French guy saying it in French. Yeah. So I think he's eating his porridge, looks up. Throws his radio against, or no, he just leaves his radio sitting there. Wouldn't it be more like baguettes instead of porridge? Porridge would be English. No, no. In the movie, he's just sitting there eating some bowl of porridge or something when he hears it. Well, porridge can uh, usually just be it's bread that's just been crumbled up and mixed with hot water. Yep, Jean, which is the French spelling of John, says unknown user. So with the John has a long mustache, I got so I bought chairsagainstthewall.com, of course, and then I bought John has long mustache.com, of course. So um, it started off with John and Browning, of course, and stuck a big long mustache on him. It just doesn't look that good. And on a patch, a sewn patch at least, it doesn't, you know, it just looks like a white smear on there. I haven't gotten it to sewn good, so good. Uh, and then trying to make this PVC, it's too many colors. So I have to figure out, you know, the logistics of making it into a patch uh, and then the idea there would be to do different Johns with long mustaches and you know, I'm still playing with it use the same mustache or play with a different mustache each time but uh, you know I have a series of Johns with long mustaches might work better to have it uh, maybe droop down a little bit more yeah so just being a straight line yeah, it's tough. And uh, 
I tried a couple of different ones, but more like you're saying, like a deputy dog. Is that the right one, or like a? Well, cup? like you could keep it like that, but have it more like uh, not hemispherical, like a half circle almost. You know, maybe not to that extreme, but yeah, probably bend it down a lot more. All right, well, now we got a bunch of dead air. So fewer and fewer yeah. people watching. I guess it's getting later, and it's uh, Black Friday, so maybe people are going out shopping. I don't know if they said what they're doing when they leave. They just left. So um, we already talked to us. We're not going anywhere. So um, I guess with that, we'll uh, end it up here. Anybody got anything going on tomorrow, internet-wise? You doing a show tomorrow, Clover? Mm, nope. Nope, nope. Working, uh, still working on the produce podcast thing. It's not going to happen for tomorrow, so no shoot for next Friday. Hopefully, we'll get that rolling again on on Friday. Snob, you doing a show on Saturday? Yeah, I should. What uh, what time you you think? Nine p.m. Eastern time. Oh, okay. That's my plan, anyways. Uh, I don't know if anybody's watching on the Gun Channel side, if there's anything going live as far as a lobby or anything like that after this. There's plenty of people around, so imagine people would jump in. Alice has already been live. He's got work tomorrow, I think he said, so he probably isn't going live. I see the Taters is out there. Angelina was, but I don't see her out there now, so I'm not sure if anybody's going to go live, but a lot of times after this show, uh, people will go live on the Gun Channel side and just open up a room for a conversation to just take off. Uh, well, it's one of the reasons we do this show and the way we do it, so that people can take little kernels or concepts from this show and run with them, either in real life at the gun shop or the gun show, uh, or at the uh, range, or if you're uh, uh, jumping into a live chat, you know, keep going with some of these conversations. Uh, looks like we still got 13 people over on the YouTube side. We got 13 thumbs, so appreciate that. Looks like we're, we're even. And uh, enjoy the time with your family this weekend. I don't know if any of us are traveling, but I suppose some of the people out there might be. I've really talked about people that have people traveling to them. Are you still the only one out there, Snob? Looks like it. Oh, well, there's sorry, another car in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been sitting here all evening, but nobody, I don't think anybody's in it. Oh, there's a car pulling in, but they just keep pulling in and circling by the door. Dun, 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 People dun. up and then leaving, you're saying? Yeah, they're just like circling by the door for some reason. I don't know what they're celebrating. I guess looking to see if there's a line. Yeah, just mm -hmm. imagine to see which store they need to stay in front of, probably. Maybe dropping people off in front of multiple stores? I don't know. Nobody's got out. They just circle by. Is this like at a mall, or is this kind of isolated off by itself somewhere? No, it's just uh, it's just kind of a shopping center. I mean, there's a Hobby Lobby across from it, a motel next to it, and I hop in the parking lot, but it's a separate building. Hmm. It's kind of a shopping center, I guess you'd say. 
Probably just looking to see if there's anybody else or if a line's starting to form yet or not. Could just be uh, maybe people doing some sort of uh, maybe for television or something, driving around and monitoring so that they can report in on it for like a TV radio show or something like that, a TV show. Yeah, I guess that could be. Or like letting their uh, film crews know. And it's windy out here. We noticed. All right, well, so that's the show today. We'll be back tomorrow, and we'll be drawing a winner if anybody purchases. We have one purchase today, only one purchase. One person purchased things on Thanksgiving. We'll include that tomorrow, of course. So uh, starting with that one, uh, if anybody else purchased anything, we'll be drawn from those people randomly for the uh, patch collection. And then Saturday, we'll be doing something, I suppose. Remember, Saturdays, we do the 2A workshops, and uh, anybody that wants to ask questions or participate in a uh, open workshop uh, dealing with uh, online content creation of any kind, uh, join us. Lots of interesting things going to be going on uh, in 2019 on that end. And then uh, we'll do, I guess we'll go live at some point. You're going to be doing a show tomorrow. Maybe we'll do it during uh, Snob Show. We'll do the drawing for whoever purchases things on Saturday. And then Sunday we'll have the van chat. We'll be back here on Monday again with the Daily Gun Show for the big Red Dawn one. We'll be posting a video on all the Red Dawn uh, package that will happen on Monday as well. Now, uh, quick question. Is there going to be a, a sneak peek for the what the Red, Red Dawn package might include or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll post some videos so people know. And Excellent. Nice teaser. Right on. So thanks, everybody, for joining, and uh, see you next time. Guys and gals have gone to websites.com. I encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thanks for watching gunwebsites.com. Bacon pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Take some bacon and put it in a pancake. Bacon pancakes, that's what it's gonna make. Bacon pancakes. Bacon pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Take some bacon and put it in a pancake.